Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Graps, the after show party deal thing. It's not really a party anymore. NXT, we used to try and have it's fun. Variety show. Are we are we are we allowed to have fun anymore reviewing NXT, Kate? No. Or 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 has all the fun been legislated out of NXT? Um Yeah, this felt very much like I will remember you by Sarah McLaughlin should have been playing in the background. This was terrible. <laughs> this was so bad. And I knew it was gonna be bad. And I was like, well, maybe, and they were like, nah. <laughs> In the arms of an angel. This makes me think about the dog adoption commercials. It does. It does. It does. Um, I yeah. was like, you know what? NXT from black and gold to NXT 2.0 was so terrible. It's not going to get worse. And then they were like, psych, we're going to take away Dakota Kai and Malcolm Bivens from you. And Dexter Loomis. And... Um, Don't mind me, I'm reaching for something. I bet it's sour. Oh no, I just want to be prepared for in- inevitably. I want to be prepared for whenever that has to oh, happen. Oh, when the Linda has to show up. I'm just, I had to find it. There's a lot of things I haven't found since we moved, but I did find. You know what these. NXT has not found since you moved? <laughs> A creative bone in their damn uh, okay. body. So since since we last did one of these, these Tuesday night shows, uh, they released, well, let me see. I mean, they released like 10, but almost really- half of them had never been on TV yet, which is saying something. Correct. That like, hey, we, we brought you in. We know you don't have a lot of um, uh, in-ring experience, which frankly we see as a bonus because – then we don't have to break you of all the bad habits, quote unquote, bad habits that you learned on those indie shows. We can teach you how to be real sports entertainers. Um, so, uh, so great. We brought you in. You have no experience. Um, what, what's that? You didn't get really good in the span of a couple of months. You're fired. Get the hell out. We don't want you to get out. Which feels like it's counterproductive. Like, if you're going to bring in people who don't know what they're doing yet, you have to give them the time to figure out what they're doing. And if they can't, like, pick it up like that, then you have no use for them. It doesn't feel like that's probably the best way of doing things. Yeah, I'm going to say that's not a great formula for success. 
Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. seem it. But, Neither does releasing your most over talent. So. Right. That's the what other thing, is that it's either either or. Either people who haven't had an opportunity to even fail yet because you didn't put them on TV, or uh, people who have been there forever, given everything, done as much, much as they possibly could, and you don't have anything good for really great talent. Like, that doesn't... Neither of those things compute to me. Um, but here's the other thing, uh, Kate. We learned also Roddy Strong wants to get the hell out as well. And why wouldn't he? No um, way. You mean when he re-signed to be with his wife who they released? And then they broke up the first faction he was in? And then they took his manager away and are breaking up the second faction that he's in? Why would he possibly want to go, oh, and took his title away to merge it with another title? Why? Why would that guy want to go anywhere? I have no idea. <laughs> Smooth jazz DJ Alex has no idea. But hey, you know what we didn't do? What we we did, didn't what tell we people to get in their super chats. We That's didn't tell true. people to get in their humper chats. People we didn't are tell doing people it anyway. to leave a thumbs up on this video. And we didn't even tell them that this is their NXT post show for May 3rd brought to them. By Blue Chew and Manscaped, which means we get all the penis segues today, Alex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, if you're manscaping your penis, well, you should probably the, consult a the doctor. package situation. But, but I mean, but, but just, just to be specific, if you're manscaping your penis, you should probably consult a physician or you are the wolfman. Uh, Jake Salazar says... Um, everybody knows the yas is where you go to to learn to be a sports entertainer. Yeah, you get a Kangol hat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, that's how you do it. Uh, JDBU Pringle uh, says, we take a deep breath, look into the abyss that NXT 2.0, that is NXT 2.0, and wait for the abyss to look back. Then... Remember your SGS family, Papa Tall Paul Elizabeth, the Council of Marks, Calex, the rest, and the world makes sense again. See? It's nice. It's nice. I had quite a day, and at many points in my day, I was questioning my own decisions. And one of the decisions was, why did I agree to work somewhere where I have to review this show? And the only reason is because of Alex and because of you. So in one of my many moments of self-doubt today, yeah, you guys, you came through for me. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like a, a, a little form of mass hysteria where we all go a little crazy reviewing this show. Um, Mark Quill says, my Tuesdays are not complete without J.W. Pringle, Kate, Alex, Tall Paul Elizabeth, Buster, Elizabeth, Kate, Fabe, and the entire SGS. <laughs> Bless you all. Okay, so I don't know if my dad is here. Because they were visiting my sister why, in New York. Why would he be? Why? What, honestly. Why, I mean, he's never watched the show, so I don't I know still, why. Still. Because he's an incredibly supportive dad. I'm a lucky yeah. gal. Um, but they were visiting my sister in the city today to help her with some things. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so the other thing about this, um, the whole. By the way, somehow you didn't hear. If you've consumed no wrestling media between the end of our show last week and now, uh, Dakota Kai, um, Malcolm Bivens, Dexter Loomis, Persia Parada, 
and Harland are the five that I think everybody knows. I'm not missing anybody that was on TV a lot, right? I don't think so, no. And the rest of them were like people who had been around but not actually really done anything. Um, uh, Harland, in a cruel joke, was was let go because he wasn't progressing in the ring fast enough. <laughs> because, like, you know, they've given him all those opportunities to, you know, hey, you know, we want you to smash some guys up. And he's not he's not doing it right. Uh, and he was like, he was like, like it was on its honeymoon, is what I heard. Yes. So that's fun. Um, and the uh, wedding day to CM Punk just wasn't enough. No. Got to yeah. do the honeymoon too. Maybe they can find out someone's pregnant and release right. them next. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. I. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um. We. We. <laughs> Somebody is Buster Elizabeth in the chat. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Oh, buddy, that made um, my day. The other thing that has to happen, though, Kate, is that I, I just we discussed this. Uh, I think you you would join me on a Sunday night edition of the Sour Grab Show over on the Fightful Select. By the way, subscribe to Fightful Select five dollars a month. Um, yeah, I broke AEW gaming news over there for all you gaming nerds. There you go. Um, uh, so we talked about how Dakota Kai kind of had a complete arc. Like she, you know, she she won the uh, the the titles with Raquel again. She had been taught to learn how to trust again by Wendy Chu, and now she and Raquel became best friends again. Won back the titles that the they were the first ever women's uh, tag team champions. They won back those titles, lost them. Her best friend got injured, and she tried to get revenge by attacking. Uh, by beating Wendy Rose. She lost that match, and therefore her arc was complete. There's no need to write her off the show. However, we st- we still, like, Harlan just went off and got married one on a honeymoon, but Joe Gacy's never mentioned him since he's been gone. That guy's kind of been out of sight, out of mind for about a month. Okay, fine. But Malcolm Bivens is in the middle of a diamond mine uh, uh, like storyline that's going on. Like, that's a major story that he's in the middle of it. And also... There's an ongoing storyline where uh, Indy uh, and Dexter are married. So Dexter released, Indy still employed. And Duke and Proja Parada are dating. And there's like this weird frenemies thing where like the two women are like they're best friends, but they kind of hate each other. And they're pitting their men against each other, but also at putting together as a tag team to try and become champions. It's an ongoing thing that's been going on literally for months now. And they just broke up two different couples in the middle of this thing. If they had fired both members of a couple, then you could easily just say, hey, that one other couple that's still intact, they won. But you fired one half of both couples. and. And now, with the Bivens thing, and also Dexter and Perosher being fired, now it became a thing of how is creative going to figure out a way to get around this? How are they going to address it? By not. By not addressing it. I mean, or doing it in the, like, they didn't. Malcolm was just absent from all of the goings-on with Diamond Mine. There was one moment where Roddy said, to the creeds and Ivy Nile. Hey, look around. I'm the leader. Which I guess means is look around. You won't see Malcolm Bivens. He's not here anymore. The implication being is I kicked his ass to the curb because he was questioning me. 
but they're not allowed to even like give him the dialogue that would signify that. So all he says is, look around, I'm in charge here. And that's it. That's the, oh, there's no real mention of Bivens. But the one that really got her to my skin, Kate, was the one of Indy backstage in the locker room, looking at her left ring finger, which doesn't have a ring on it anymore, and being kind of sad. Like, the best I can say is that she was being kind of sad about the fact that there was no longer a ring thing a ring on her ring finger and then in walks duke hudson and he's also kind of sad that the girl who he was had been dating is also not there and they just stood up looked at each other this is all wordless they haven't said a thing and then he kind of leans in to kiss indy and she says no way she says and he says in your dreams and they walk off that's it. And guess it was a comedy segment. Get it? It's funny because you fired half of their of the act that's going on. And I like that just seemed just really tone deaf to me. Um, there are a lot of things that were extremely tone deaf about, I think, all of it. Um, I don't know how you can't figure out a way to write off a manager from a in a segment where y'all so were breaking easy. up anyway. It's so stupid to just not acknowledge it, especially when it seemed like they were building out tensions between Roddy, who requested his release, and it was not granted, and the crates. Yeah. So if you're going to build out that tension, you can't just not acknowledge why that tension exists, right? Malcolm Bivens right. not being there is the reason that that tension exists. So you can't have it both ways. And then the Indy and Duke stuff is just, it's more egregious because Dexter Loomis was an almost serial killer kind of dude who at their wedding had an axe inside of his jacket and was going to kill anybody that objected. And now he's just gone. And Indy's like, eh. Yeah. You cannot have that outlandish of a character and not really acknowledge their absence. And by the way, that's just insulting to do to talent, to just pretend. Like, yeah. that's just fucked up. Yeah, that's bad. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was, I, I don't understand why we can't just. Because I, they I, don't care. Like, this no, all boils down to them not they caring. Don't. They don't care about the ratings anymore. You know what ratings are a code for? They don't care about who's tuning in every week. And we yeah. already knew that. So just come out and say it, guys. Like, yeah. just come out and tell us the truth. Because if you don't really care about the ratings anymore and USA is happy with them, you're fine with the 600,000 people that are 65 and older that tune in every week. And we already knew you didn't care. But you don't care through your championships. You don't care through your wins and losses. You don't care through how much screen time you're giving talent. Right? Yeah. So what are we doing then here? Why should I watch your product? If it's just to see how Vince McMahon feels about people, take it off television because it's an insult to your viewers. This is trash. Like, this is absolute trash and I'm so not here for it. And we're going to get into their big spring break in non-pay-per-view, pay-per-view trash that they put on tonight. Yeah. But for them to have also released a bunch of talent last week going in to this event is really, really dumb for so many reasons. Yeah. Like every layer of this product has become, and it's heartbreaking, and it's so unfair to the talent on both the release talent and the talent that's still there. Because, buddy, like if you don't think that Andy Harwell and Duke Hudson are now lost, you're wrong. If you don't think that the Creeds needed Malcolm Bivens tonight, 
You're mm-hmm. wrong. Sorry, yeah. if you don't think that Dakota Kai would be a better use of time than Mandy Rose getting a sunburn, you're wrong. Yeah. No. No, no, no to all of this. Yeah. Back to you. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Nerd Guru says, so in kayfabe, Indy and Dexter are divorced. That's so fucked up, says Zetter Guru. Keep in mind that their wedding was the first goddamn main event of the pilot episode of this rainbow-colored shit show. Feel so bad for all involved. Yeah, that was the that was the biggest angle they had going at the time. It was the best outfits we ever had. Yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I still got I still got that wig somewhere packed away. Got to break that out again sometime. Maybe maybe oh, for the be- maybe for the anniversary. Maybe this September for the Aww. anniversary. Um. So uh, Graham B says, Kate, firing artillery is the best Kate. I wish I didn't want to week after week. Like, yeah. But when it comes to the treatment of talent, that's where it, it starts to really get like, that's the time that I'm most sincerely emotive is because I said it on Sunday. It's like a rat race and they keep moving the cheese. Like they fired a bunch of people for being really good at their jobs. It's, yeah. it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, yes, it is frustrating. Um, uh, I know that some of the creative were frustrated because they were like, well, what do we do now with this angle we've been running since, I don't know, like uh, it, they got married in September. So like the whole Indy and Dexter, are they actually going to get together thing? That goes back almost a full year. Johnny Gargano was still here. Oh, oh yeah. He, he was like, still very, very, very much here. Like I, I, I would be very interested to see the very first time that Indy and Dexter interacted. It might be like 11 and a half months. Like that's how long they've been paying this angle off. And then just, nope, poof, gone. Yeah, crazy. Think about how much of the way is gone now. Like yeah. all of it. Yes. Uh, this is not the way. Uh, Mr. Wax says, uh, first time watching NXT in a while. That was a mistake. Is this, Kalex, the worst WWE product of all time? Thanks for everything you all do. Um, yes. I mean, SmackDown is, ab- is, oh, is just so bad. It's it's like just so, so bad um, right now. But NXT, I, I just, I feel like they don't know what they are. Like I feel like they have no clue what they're trying. Like, are they? Are you developmental? Well, if you're developmental, why are you firing people while they're developing? Uh, are you not developmental because you're bringing down all these people from the main roster to have weird angles where they're just kind of like getting in the way of progress? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's 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 not it's not good. I will say that. Uh, Matthew Plus, <laughs> this one says math. This person's name is Matthew Plus sucks. Matthew Plus, of course, is the person, if you don't know, is trolls the show all the time. He's a heel. Uh, He says, uh, love you guys. Matthew Plus sucks, says. Love you guys. Didn't watch the show because I never do, but I can't wait to hear what y'all have to say. Matthew Plus has also sent in something uh, saying, someone told me that Harry Yazawa claims I owe him a dollar menu item. I genuinely don't know why I would hit me up on Twitter and don't bother messaging me here because I'm not watching this trash on YouTube, nor will I listen tomorrow. Oh, and hashtag boycott SGS. Well, thank you for your money. Thanks Matthew for the Plus. money. I think it was Harry Azawa. Someone said that Matthew Plus, I think, owed because they super chatted about him that he they could have mm. used that money, that $2 yes. to buy something on the dollar menu. That's so right. pay up, Matthew Plus. Yeah. Um, 
Denise, uh, Dan says, Denise Salcedo, who? This is the only post NXT 2.0 review <laughs> show for those of us who don't actually watch. Thanks for all of you, all you guys, that all you do, guys. Kate and Alex rock. Yeah, we we try we try and make it at least entertaining. <laughs> what a badge who, of honor! Yeah, what a badge of honor. We don't yeah. watch the show, but we yeah. watch too. Uh, Caden, who is driving from Florida, Florida to, to Texas, Texas. Sent, uh, sent in uh, something. I hope not while not actually driving. You better not, that's sir. Dangerous. You better have sent that. You better have pulled from, over at a rest stop. That sir. better have been sent from like a mobile gas station where you got yourself Twizzlers. And some caffeine to push you through the drive. No well, he, driving and super chatting or Caden says thanks for entertaining me on hour 14 of my drive. And he spelled thanks T H X. So he might actually just be Don't do that. Or he might have been saving characters. Do not super chat and drive. Do not. Just, just don't do it. That's, That's gonna thing. be a PSA. Can yeah. we do it like a yeah. like a nineties commercial? Like, hey man. This is actually a great idea. The end of the age. At this point, I'm expecting WWE to do like the soaps and just say now playing the role of and have another person show up. I feel like they they could, considering they own most of the names. That's very true. They Especially did that for a while with, they... with fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel back in the mid '90s. That and the fun. Sin Caras and yeah, um, yeah I mean yeah. they treat everybody like they're replaceable. Why not go the full nine yards? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Andrew Dotry says, thanks for watching this mess while I watched MTV reality garbage. I think I got the better deal. Oh, of course. What uh, MTV yeah. garbage yeah. did you watch? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we'll have to watch it at some point ourselves. <laughs> um, uh, Bazorkin says they decided to change developmental into a crapshoot. Keep rolling the dice and hope you hit the jackpot with a star who survives the crucible that is NXT 2.0. They've hit the jackpot, well, currently. Let's see if they flush that down the toilet with, with Breaker coming up. But they've hit the jackpot with him. They've tried. They've tried with their horny druids. Have they ever tried? So we'll see what they what the, what they do to screw it. But yeah. Um, Chris Muller says, I boycotted this week's show by falling asleep and not waking up in time to see it. But I am going to claim it was in the name of Bivens. How was it? Aww. It, it, was, wasn't, it wasn't great, Chris. It was sorely lacking. I'm glad you taking a snooze is the same thing that would have happened if you tried to watch the show. So there you go. Um, so the, let's talk about the actual show now, 22 minutes into the actual sure, you know, hour talk review. Sure, about it. Yay. Started out with uh, with a pre with like a little like, oh, stinger. Is that, what, is that what they call it? As a little introduction to the show. With uh, what are they called? Yes boys, the yes boys, the yes boys, yes boys, yes boys. Uh, pretty deadly. I, I honestly did not remember their name. Um, I'm I've I've I'm tired of them. It's kind of like the ass boys, though. They're really the gun club, but they're the ass boys. Yeah. Um, if we were doing the SATs, it would be like gun club is to ass boys. They were. As they were pretty deadly as to them. They were pool so poolside um, to, to to introduce us to what's happening. Lots of pool on the NXT. I forgot until this segment that this was a special edition of NXT called Spring Break Again. 
Um, and uh, I will never forgive them for not putting the extra K nope. in spring break again. Never. Because it's it's too easy. Uh, they should have done it. Um, but uh, I yeah, think I, they forgot this was a special episode too. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what to say about this. You you put the titles on these guys. It feels like a month and a half ago, even though it was only like three weeks ago. Um, and they haven't done it. Like, I guess they did have that def- defense against Dexter and Duke. Um, but like that feels like a distant memory as well. What is the angle with these guys? What are we doing here? Uh, they seem to like not like the Creed brothers. Um but I, I, I don't know what else we're doing with these guys. Well, they can't feud with the Creed brothers because if they have the Creeds lose again, yeah, like they're tied up in this thing with Roddy. So, yeah. what are you gonna do? Like, who are they know. gonna face? The Viking Raiders next week or something? We got yeah. like a little tease for that. Woohoo! Um, so anyway, we start off the night with the best match in the show, I think. Pretty easily, yeah. Am I am I missing anything? Was anything else good? No, this this match ruled. I liked Creed's versus Viking Raiders, but this was match of the night by far for me. Um, yeah. Uh, Cameron, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Cameron Grimes, Solo Sokoa for the North American uh, Championship. Uh, everybody got to look stellar. Um, I Solo Sokoa is massively over, um, like massively over. And um, I, I contend should have been on the main roster two months ago. Uh, and and if, God, it would have been such an easy thing to do, too, if they hadn't done this stupid, let's turn a title tag team title unification match into a meaningless six-man tag. If they had had the Usos lose and lose those titles, the SmackDown titles to RK-Bro, then you just bring up Solo Sokoa and and have Roman be super pissed at the Usos and say, you guys are on the bench. I brought in some real muscle. And this guy is going to do what you can't. Watch my back and take out the people I don't like. And that's what you do with Solo Sokoa. It's perfect. It's perfect. And now I don't know if they're going to do that, but whatever. The bloodline has gotten so stale. They should call him up and do something with him. If yeah. not that, something else. Like, get him up there. The one story you care about is already dying of oxygen. Like, I know Raw has some new blood in it, but, like, SmackDown is hanging on by a thread. Like, the momentum swing is so weird. After the draft, it was all SmackDown, and now it feels like all the star power that they have is on Raw. And Raw is, or, and SmackDown is getting weaker by the second. Like, do something to make that interesting. Because it's not. Yeah. Um, but the I, match was great. The, the match was great. was great. Um, Solo Sokoa's powerbomb of... Um, oh my god, what's his name? Carmelo? A-champ. Carmelo, holy yeah. cow. Um, who, we get it. He sells like Shawn Michaels. Uh, his powerbomb of him onto Cameron Grimes was fantastic. Um the splash off the top ropes that sold me a ticket. Cause that was at like 2.99 that yeah. mellow broke up that pin. Um, I thought this was a great opener and it was the only match I was excited for. So I knew the show was going to be yeah. downhill from there. Yeah. Uh, so Luis reminded me here, uh, our wonderful mod, um, 
his that spinning uranagi that he hit Ridiculous, on Carmelo yeah. was insane, and he should finish dudes with that. Like I know it, he's Samoan, so he has to do a Samoan drop. He should finish guys with the uranagi. He should plant them for, with the uranagi in the spot he wants them for his big splash. If you insist on all Samoans either finishing people with Samoa with Samoan drops or big splashes. The thing he this thing that set him apart is that Uranagi because that thing was amazing. Um, and I I I did not think that Solo should have been pinned because of how massively he over he was, and I think you need to keep him strong so that you can build off of him being so massively over. I think you had to call the audible here. Um, he had uh Carmelo up on his shoulders, uh, in 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 spot to do the, the Samoan drop, and then he got caved in by uh, Cameron Grimes off the top rope, which forced him to Samoan drop uh, Carmelo. And Cameron Grimes had his choice of who he was going to pin there because both guys were out. And he pinned Solo. And that's the only thing I didn't love about the finish because I did love, I love when a guy is doing his finisher to somebody and then gets a finisher done onto him, which like turns the finisher he did to the first guy into a mega finisher. Love that stuff. The yeah. finishiest. It's the, so much the, fun. Yeah, I love so that. Finished. Too. Um, yeah. my only thinking is that maybe we're gonna get Carmelo and Braun now that the stupid crap with Gacy is over. Um, so maybe you don't want him yeah. in going into that program, but I completely yeah. understand your complaint. And I think I knew Blonduso was over, I knew Silasco was over. I think today was like, whoa, the most over he's ever been. And yeah. he's fantastic, like he does a lot of really unique stuff um that i feel like stands out on this program he is a brick house too like i knew he was like a a bigger dude but man like he uses every single pound that he has on him to exert force and it yeah. hits hard i really like him a lot yeah uh mark quill says i'm sure kate would learn to love to hear that her yankees won and even though it was at the expense of my team, that should make her happier than NXT did. Well, anything's going to make her happier than NXT did. Yes, but I am very happy my Yankees won. They are on a hell of a streak, and they're never going to lose again. Yeah. Um, the uh, Nerguru says, the Uso should have helped Solo win this. Every Even that little thing would have added some intrigue to the bloodline. Anything to get something new. And then Chris Pereira says, bringing Blonde Uso up to interfere and help his older brothers win the unified tag titles is right there. How do you screw that up? Both things are possible. It is. I feel like the Usos coming down to NXT when they're already on both Raw and SmackDown is a lot. So I my my thinking is if you're going to do it right to, to pull up Solo Sokoa, especially because you want people going up and not other people coming down more often than not. You want boats coming down. Yeah, only people. only boats. Only boats are allowed to dock in NXT. Uh, Matthew Plus Sucks says, Matthew Plus is a poser. If he boycotted the show, then how does he know about me, Clown Streaming Service, which I think we've now outed Matthew Plus Sucks as Harry Yazawa. <gasps> Harry Yazawa is the man behind the Matthew Plus Sucks. Who is Buster? I don't know. Is he? <laughs> No, he is. He's sitting right behind me, so he's, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not set it in. He's not on, on his the YouTube. phone. He's always on his phone. He's you know, always... kids. Get a job if you're going to send in super chats. These kids today always on their phones. These dogs. Always. 
these dogs are always on their phones now. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody and their dog has got a phone. Everybody and their dog on the apps. They're always on the apps. Always on the apps. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jake Salazar says boats and hose. That's uh, the NXT women's division right now. <laughs> boats and hose, man. Boats, boats and, and hose. Um, uh, Jake Salazar says that SmackDown is on a ventilator. Yeah, they're not. They're not doing so well right yeah. now. Um, uh, okay, so it's uh, the Catalina Chance wine mixer. Yeah. Uh, so Cameron Grimes wins. He retains. Um, uh, we'll see where they go. I'm still holding out hope for Tony D becoming the Italian American champion. I think. I think it would be so so, so good. And I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna stop hoping. Okay. So the show was like here, right mm-hmm. at this point, and then mm-hmm. it went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, uh... yeah. Um, uh, Mark Quill says new idea for a sour grab segment: the NXT rap sheet, where you guys just run down the list of crimes that happen every week uh, on the crime-infested, horny-ass hellhole that is NXT 2.0. And uh, and speaking of which. Um, uh, Mandy Rose, uh, God grant me the serenity. <laughs> Mandy Rose went to the tanning salon so she could get a nice base before she went to the beach. Um, and uh, and so she gets in the this giant looked like a friggin' like a like a, an escape pod on a on a spaceship, this r- ridiculously futuristic looking uh, this tanning bed, and uh. And she gets in there and like, oh, she's a regular there, by the way. Like, oh, hello. Hello, man. Call her champ. Yeah. And did you see what hey, she champ. grabbed up front? Yes. Little, little, Alex. little, yeah. Come the on. <laughs> she grabs one of those Playboy Bunny stencils. Yep. Yes. Because girls used to stencil themselves in yes. tanning salons. Yes. In like 1999, this is when they used to do that. Nobody does that in like two decades. Nobody even goes to tanning salons that aren't the spray ones anymore for the most part, I feel like, right? Don't yeah, they? You, don't you know, you know, because skin cancer is a thing. Let's. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was. That was like my senior prom. People were doing that shit. She got a uh, Playboy stencil. Uh, Matthew, hold it. Matthew Plus sucks. Send in Super Chat. Humper Chat saying. Nope. Sorry, Kalex. Wrong. I shall reveal myself in due time. Interesting. Interesting. Do you um, think it's Matthew Plus working himself? It could. It could be. It's, it's his burner. It's, it's his. his it's his. Burner. It's his burner. It's Matthew Plus's burner. Um. So, um. So she goes and she gets in this tanning bed. And then with Wendy, her stencil, with, with her, her skin sp- stencil, with her skin stencil, it's very important. It's a very important detail that you've added so. to to the recap of this. <laughs> and then I guess um, Wendy Chu snuck in the back, and she's wearing a, her full on like, you know, adult jammies shark costume thing, and carrying a giant pillow. And well, her it's little, her beachwear. It's it's her beachwear. And she goes in and she and she stands in front of the little thing that is, you know, I don't know, the controls for the deal. And and you just hear this obviously piped in beep, 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 like she's programming a microwave to cook a Thanksgiving turkey. Beep, 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 beep. And uh, and then she goes, hee hee hee, and walks away. 
and then time passes and Mandy Rose gets out of the thing and she's all she's all burnt. Um and uh and then she sees Gigi and JJ come there to pick her up and they're like, "Oh my god, you look like a strawberry." Um and it's like, "Oh no, well let's just go hang out inside instead of going to the beach. We'll go hang out inside for like two or three days." And uh, GGJ are like, no, we actually do want to go to the beach. We're going to leave you here by yourself and leave because they're great friends. They're very good friends of hers. Um, yeah. So uh, that was the first crime committed by Wendy Chu, um, which is, I it's think, also, assault. I think, aren't tanning beds timed? Like, was that the thing? The, she was messing the, with the, the timer? Par- apparently, I thought I thought she was saying that she turned it up. I don't know that you can you could turn up a tanning bed, but that's what I thought she was doing. But then Mandy says, "I only said it for ten minutes," which means that she fell asleep. Like I don't know how long she or or she doesn't understand like how time. The passes. regulars at the tanning salon that called her champ on the way in weren't like, "Hey, maybe we should go see if she's Mandy's been in there for that. four hours." That's weird. And also, she said to. Um, she said on the phone to Gigi and JJ, hey, I should only be about 15 minutes. So the most she could have possibly overslept by was five minutes. So there are holes in this plot. Somebody needs to talk to the writers about this because I don't think... I, something's not adding up here, Kate. No. There's... There's a lot of things that don't add up, Alex. Peyton... Girls. Peyton sent his uh, Humper Chat. Get in your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. Says, uh, once again, I refuse to watch the show. I did see the Mandy tanning bed segment, though. I don't understand why they book some women's feuds so well. Then you have some about pranks and a sunburn. I miss black and gold so much, but by now everyone does. What, what women's feuds are you remembering that were booked so well in NXT? Because it's been a while since it there has. was a so well booked women's feud. Uh, Ricardo the bot guy says, I get my tan in Arizona's 110 degree sun. There you go. There you go. I mean, she's constantly by the pool. Doesn't she already have the base tan? Like, we see her every week. She's very tan. She's like ethnically ambiguously tan. Uh, Mr. Wax says, what does Linda think of Mandy's tanning fiasco? Oh, give me a break, honey. You're always at the pool. If you don't have a base by now, I don't know what you're doing. Because listen to me. I used to go all the tanning all the time. I needed to keep myself nice. That's where you met husband number seven. A nice bronze. A nice nice shade of bronze. A nice set of burnt sienna. That's what I had to look like. Because that's what the late, that's what all the ladies had. Back in my day, that's when we did the stencils. They had the Playboy bunny, of course, a little heart. I had a, a, a full on just a, a big a, a big picture of a dragon. Just went it was a giant stencil. It went all the way from my knee all the way up my my neck. It was a it took me an hour to put the stencil on and then ten minutes in the tanning bed like that. So don't even get me this, Miss Mandy Rose. Um, uh, JW Pringle says I was fully expecting Manny to come out in the tasteless black face and not lobster red. At least it was just bad and not racist bad. Yeah, I, 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 I that's where the bar is. You that's, guys. that's where the bar is. Not black face is the bar. That's yeah. not good. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. So that's the that was the beginning 
that was the only the first Wendy Chu does a prank segment of the night. We'll talk about the next one. Uh, well, let's, let's talk about it now. Why not? Gigi and JJ go to the beach and they frolic in the surf. Um, but they, uh, but they, uh, they left all their stuff by the towel like you normally do. Um, Wendy Chu is there again. And she's uh, she's got uh, binoculars. Also with her is Roxanne Perez, also known as Roxy. Roxy says, um, are you sure this is what we should be doing? I should be training for the breakout tournament, which is a good point because it's at least an hour drive from Orlando to the beach. So like that's just two hours out of out of your day, just driving there and back, regardless of any shenanigans you get up to at the beach. Well, I appreciate Wendy Chu was like, it doesn't matter if you win things here. It's yeah. more important that you this feel is important. training. Yeah, for NXT 2.0, it's very important that you train how to do this shit, because right. this is this is what's going to get you over with the boss man. Um, and so they go down to where they're keeping all their stuff by their blanket, and they steal their shoes and their car keys. And I was like, oh, so they're going to drive away with their car and make them walk all the way back to Orlando, barefoot. You know, barefoot. Um, and it turns out they just moved the car about a quarter of the way down the block and left it there and, and then dropped the, 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 the keys at the end of the little walkway. But then also like, Hey ladies looking for these with their shoes and then dropped them by the car, then scampered away because they're little scamps. And what do scamps do? They scamper. This was, this was. Honestly, Wendy Chu is a very winning personality. She does so so many things so well. Not even she can save this bit. Like, I don't... She is the only woman who's allowed to dress in any way that covers herself up. <laughs> and they've got her in a full shark costume. <laughs> and, uh, like... Even the prank doesn't make sense, Alex. Yeah. Not only is it dumb to be doing pranks, yeah. the prank doesn't make sense. Yes, true. Uh, Peyton Carter. Roxy came in. She's had three matches. She's won over so many people so quickly. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know what you're going to do? You're going to take someone's shoes. You're going to drop them like six feet from where they were, along with car keys for a car that you're kind of stealing, but not. Uh, here's the other thing, though. This is the thing that, that I hate about this. Uh, Wendy Chu and Roxy have a tag match versus Gigi and JJ next week versus Toxic Attraction. I don't know how they're going to book that match. Frankly, I don't care. Here's what I do care about. If, if Roxy is feuding with Toxic Attraction while she's starting the, um, the breakout tournament, then what they're going to do is have toxic attraction cost her a match and therefore she um she can't she's not going to win the tournament which as we all know she's the only person who should win that freaking tournament like that's it's hand delivered she wins the tournament she gets a title match she beats Mandy Rose that's how you book that it's obvious it must be done and they're just not going to do it because they're going to rather have heat, Kate. 
Well, even better than that, that tournament is going to be for a title shot, and she's going to get a title shot anyway. So yep. yeah, uh, Peyton Carter says the last um, uh, good NXT women's feud I remember was so long ago. I think dinosaurs were still around. I was mostly talking about feuds like Becky and Bianca on the main roster. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now Becky and Asuka. That'll be great. Like, that'll mm-hmm. be really strong. Yes. Yeah, ba- based entirely on the personalities involved and not the creative. Um, there was a, like, we briefly touched, touched on it, but, like, Roddy just being a dick to everybody in Diamond Mine now. That was that was a segment they did backstage, which played into something that happened later. Um, anything which else to why, add about that? Yeah, why are you as stable when your manager's gone? If a guy's being a dick to you, why not just go fight in a tag team match? Your manager's gone. This guy's being an asshole. You have yeah. little Ivy. Like, it's done. The stable's done. You're not breaking anything up anymore. It's broken up. You released the manager of that stable. Yeah. You ever-loving morons. This makes no sense from the jump. No, it doesn't. Um, So uh, we we got a couple of um, uh, more uh, who's in the breakout tournament for next week. Um, uh, Tesha Price, of course, is now Fallon Henley. So it's my Uh, favorite thing in the world. She likes horses. Fallon Henley loves horses. She, she's 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 that girl you went to school with who loves horses. Shut the fuck up about horses. That's her gimmick. Alex, it's her gimmick so much is better than her that. gimmick is I'm a horse girl. That's what her gimmick is. She well, she's just an an average gal next door as well. Yeah. Um, but the best the best part is. Nobody thought to edit out this line because when I heard it, it was immediately ridiculous. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to win that contract and show it to my horse. I miss Luna. Like In we, what? This is the thing is that they have her. I'm assuming she's riding her own horse. Like she says, like her family had to sell the ranch, but I made them keep the horse. That's I think so is weird. what she I think is what she said. We moved into this two bedroom apartment, <laughs> and I'm like, where are you keeping a horse in Orlando? Well, at a stable, like you could right. At a but stable. the thing is, right. So, but anyway, she says, I uh, they have her film of her riding this horse, which I assume is her horse, and then she says, I really miss Luna. The next time I see her. I'm going to show her a contract for a match for the women's championship. And, and I was the like, the horse is gonna be like, is, like <laughs> isn't isn't the horse right over there? The next time I see her, they just filmed you riding her for 15 minutes. <laughs> the next time I see her, did like did did you hire a camera crew when you flew back home to, to see your parents and they, they did a bunch <laughs> of stock footage of you riding a horse just in case? That might come in handy later. Also, what in the Miss America laden hell is this? I don't know. Why does everybody have to have a weird hobby? Why can't we just want to be wrestlers? Uh, I this horse girl is much better than sexy lady boss. Like I don't know like, if it is. At least I is. had a reaction to that. <laughs> Sex horse girl is a, to me is like 
Like sexy lady boss is the worst because that's like that's that's an absolute genre on Pornhub. Like this at least is just you know a stock character from a movie from 1994. Um, Tatum Paxley is a power. Show my horse a contract. And then the horse is going to say, "Well done." <laughs> Are we kidding? Frown. Um, Secretariat. Uh. Um, yeah, so it's going to uh, be there. Tatum, Tatum Paxley. Uh, <laughs> Tatum. now I want the horse to be a character. Now I want the horse to review the contract. They're like horse yeah. and horse partner, um, legal firm. Have you been injured in a wrestling ring? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we review legal contracts and do tort law. I am more interested in the horse. Tatum, pa Tatum Paxley uh, is a power lifter, that's what she says. And um, she says, uh, I use visualization to help me. I was like, oh, no. Is this like a girl who's like really yeah. into, into the secret? Like, is that I was like, oh, doing? no. Uh, okay. She's, she's going <laughs> to meditate in the ring. It's going to be over for all of us. There's a book I think you should read. That's what I, as soon as she said, I use visualization, I was like, oh, no. There's a book you think I should read, isn't there? Um, uh, anyway. Uh, okay. So she's like... She's a powerlifter. Better. Makes that, sense. Strong fine. person. Wrestling. Yeah. Got uh, it. J.W. Pringle says, weird hobby is the new occupational gimmick. <laughs> Duke the Dumpster Drozzy wouldn't have been a, a trash collector. He would have been a guy who's really into, like, restoring old cars. I love garbage. <laughs> I I do. Just buy me your NXT. No, that would make Duke sense. Duke the Dumpster Drozzy wouldn't be a garbage man. He'd be an artisanal dumpster diver. Like there he'd go in, he'd find like old treasures, and he'd restore like an old lamp or something. He'd have a whole TikTok about it. Just be a wrestler. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Valab says, "Who doesn't like horses? What's your favorite racehorse name? Mine is Mare Quimby, which is a fantastic racehorse name. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of good old uh, fake ones that I can't recall right now from from funny, uh, but yeah." Uh, I went to the racetrack as a gambling girl once. Um, no, the Meadowlands racetrack is a, it's a fun place to spend an afternoon and they have really good burgers. And there was one that was just clearly a wrestling fan that put all of their favorite wrestlers in their name because it was like Edge Mysterio Austin. <laughs> it was just like all these wrestlers in one and they were unrelated and from different it was like macho man edge mysterio <laughs> i was like what <laughs> jake salazar has sent in some some rudimentary lyrics to a um to a parody song um <clears throat> here we go i'm a horse girl bow bow yeah, I'm a, a horse, horse girl. Bow, bow. I like to pet him. I like to ride him. And that's all he's got. But like, I think there's more to it than that. I there's like to train him. <laughs> I like to stop him. Whoa! <laughs> I'm a horse girl. <laughs> I know more of that song than I care to admit. Yeah. Um, so Martha many horses. So little time. Uh uh, Mark Losper says, this horse convo is the first thing I've heard after joining. What the <laughs> hell happened on NXT? 
And then, like, five minutes later, he sent in, um, this is the most confusing conversation I've ever heard the two of you have. Think of the ground that covers. Yeah. No, it's, it is. It, yes, it's true. Here's the thing. Fallon Henley loves horses. Yes. And she wants to win the tournament, not for a title, no. but to show her horse. No. Think, like, Cameron Grimes needed to become North American champion. For his dead father. Fallon Henley needs a contract for a future championship match. Not to become the champion, just to have a match for the championship. Not for her dead father, but for her live horse. That's that's the thing that is motivating her. I will never let you become glue. That's what we're going to get. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> I wish her and her horse had Lazy Evans arc, where it's yeah. like her and her horse just go through all these tragic events. Uh, Jake Salazar says, uh, "You're I welcome, it was just listeners." Salazar now, when we called him up, yeah, might be. Uh, he says, uh, "He says you're welcome, listeners, for giving us the the, <laughs> the ass man horse girl thing." JW Pringle says, "Gambling girl is Kate's weird hobby gimmick." It sure is. Um, well, the, uh, oh, hold on here. Uh, I think it says, there's Rabbi Joe 316. Welcome, for Rabbi. My th- for my 32nd birthday, I asked Team Kalex, the Council of Marks, and the entire SGS to make the Eclipse our official SGS finisher. The move, the wrestler, and the human being behind it are all top tier. Yes. Ember Moon, uh, top tier. Tippy top, top, top tier. Um, Yeah. Um, so we got another one here going along that, that, um, Matthew plus sucks has denied that he is just a burner account for the real Matthew plus. He says, uh, no, I'm definitely not Matthew plus. He's not smart enough. He's not a smart enough streaming service to do that. And then he also, uh, humper chatted in hashtag boycott Matthew plus. Um, so we got the uh, we got a a, a, a Nathan Fraser <clears throat> interview, um, where he, he's like, um, ever since I was ten years old, it's been my dream, it's been my dream to be here, right here in NXT, and I I, I need to look it up, but I, I how how old is Nathan Fraser? Because ever since I was 10 years old, it's my dream to be in WWE, fine, but you kind of have been for a while. So is it is it NXT specifically? That, you know, that's a weird thing. But he's just like, oh, my God, I can't, I can't believe I'm here. It's It's got to be so great when I go out there. Oh, look, there's my opponent's music. I better go. And I've never heard that before. I've seen many times where somebody hears their own music and they got to go. But he heard Grayson Walder's music and he's got a like it was that was very odd um it was but maybe he was like I gotta get in position for my he's, own music. he's 23 years old so 13 years ago would have been 2009 when he was 10 but the next he did not exist then so Correct. it was it was just a WWE or he's lying or it was bad writing one of those things not sure could be all three yeah um and uh, so we got we got Fraser, Fraser um, versus Waller. There we go. 
that was a move. It's a match that happened. Fraser won. Um, uh, his finisher is like, very cool. His, his finisher is very cool. He's, he does a, he does he a Phoenix splash. Stay in uh, the ring. Yes. To he, do he, it. Yep. yep. Um, they, uh, he won with the help of Andre Chase and, and an air horn. Because Grayson Waller was on the top rope. I think he was going to do his jumping elbow drop to the outside to a prone Nathan Fraser. But Andre Chase... I just I, he used an air horn to scare Grayson Waller, so he fell off the top rope, uh, and then the Phoenix Splash. Um, what a waste this whole Grayson Waller thing has been. Like he's not nearly important enough for this for putting over Nathan Fraser to mean anything. But I thought, like even though I didn't like him and I never have, I thought well. Hey, you know what? They they've decided to ride this guy into the sunset. Like they decided he's the dude who's gonna jump Johnny Gargano out of NXT, who's like one of the top four figures in NXT history. History for sure. Um, and they decided this is the guy we're gonna give that rub to. Well, they must have big plans for him. Nope. No, not really. Well, Von Wagner was in a fatal four-way, right? And now he's... I, I mean, mean, yeah, he was in a fatal four-way, and it was obvious at the time, no, that was But they had already seen what they were going to do with Grayson Waller. They already knew what they that, what they had with him, and they said, true. okay... And they followed up with AJ Styles, and yeah. Yeah, we think we're... And then, but no. So, you know, uh, Jake Salazar, yeah, telling me he's 23 years old. I knew he was young, but I didn't think he was young enough to actually care about NXT. I believe when he was 10 years old, it was the game show where, where like Titus O'Neil was running around the ring, carrying a keg. So if he wanted, if he wanted more than anything to be on that show, it explains it because he was a child. I also just feel like it's nobody's dream to be in a developmental, like no one's like, Oh, I just, it was always my dream to be in double a, like nobody says that. Um, yeah. Grayson Waller is a confusing one because he's not over enough to be putting other people over. The Sangha split, I guess, is completely lost. That's kind of weird. I thought they were riding him into the sunset, too. But you know what, Alex? Sometimes people need a little help if they want to go riding into the sunset. You it's know what I true. mean? They do. They WWE do. might need to take something to ride it into the sunset. And yes. I think Sean Ross Sapp is here to tell you all about something that can help you ride into your sunsets. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? BlueChew.com code Fightful gives you your first shipment of BlueChew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. You take an online questionnaire, you work with an online physician, you don't wait in line at the pharmacy, you don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue chew and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now. 
again, can't emphasize enough. There's two videos of that ad read I will forever pick. The one where Sean stares into your soul and asks you if your penis is soft. Every time. Every single okay. time. Every every single damn time. Um, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Sanka with a G. <laughs> yeah. Sanka? Did he, Grayson Wall used to drink Sanka? Why is he feeding with Sanka now? No, not they're different Sanka. It's not the same one. Um, so uh, the great Clay uh, says, apparently, I haven't been paying enough attention since I don't regularly watch this product. When and why did Mark from late 90s MTV Road Rules get dragged into this nonsense? Because he was he was ringside for this Grayson Waller thing. And he was like best friends with Grayson Waller. And I thought he was going to cost Nathan Fraser the match for, at one point. Because he was like, Nathan Fraser was like celebrating. Um, Nathan Fraser was celebrating his very, very good suicide dive. Which I will now forever call a Nathan Laser. Ooh, I um, very much like that. Um, and uh, and, uh, and I I thought that Mark was gonna like club him upside the head or something while the ref wasn't looking. Um, Maybe the Miz will come down to feud and you'll have a real yeah. world road rules go. challenge. There you go. Um, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, so, uh, so Nathan Fraser won with a Phoenix Splash. It was a very impressive Phoenix Splash. Uh, I don't think it, like, good, good for him. I think he's got a, a I think Ben Carter has a, 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 all kinds of potential. Mm-hmm. Still very, very young. Uh, I will always say he 
picked the wrong, he, he backed the wrong horse to use other parlances uh, of this thing. I think that there was uh, a, a way to, to, to hold out until something better came along. Cause we'll see what, where he goes um, in on state side, but we'll see. Well, I was going to say, I think part of it was he was able to go home and work when he initially signed at NXT UK yeah. and black and gold looked a little different than this. Yes, it, it certainly did. It certainly did. pile of dog crap. Um, Mark Losper says, I don't think Vince and Bruce need help with sunsets. Oh, wait, I mean sundowning. Um, yes, no, they're doing they're doing fine with that. Um, uh, Ramon Rogers, you says, I used to ride horses for a living in medieval times. Um, Stop the whole show. I need to know <laughs> everything. Everything. Does every single medieval times have the bird? That circles for like 45 minutes before you start the show. What color night were you? Did you rotate? I have so many questions. How did you choose who was always, going over? Yeah. When I when I was 13 and we went to medieval times for the first time, that was my life. That was that was going to be my life. I said this to my mother. This is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a knight in medieval times. I was 13 and I, I gave up that dream by the time. You know, I was 14, I think. But and that in that moment, there was nothing cooler than being a knight for a bunch of tourists in Orlando stuffing their faces with turkey legs. No joke. Oh, yeah. If you haven't been to medieval times, A, what's the matter with you? And B, like, you have to eat without using silverware. It's the greatest thing in the world. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's not why I... it's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> no, all of it's the greatest thing in the world. So. Um, I have a friend who's actually a wrestling fan, the only wrestling fan I've ever had at a working environment. And she, we had like a, a group thing. The office was in Brooklyn. Okay. Medieval yeah. times is in New Jersey. We had like a whole office retreat. And when everybody came in from all across the country and wanted to do like New York things, she was like, we're going to medieval times for an office group event. And we did. And it was fantastic. And our night lost immediately. Oh. But my favorite part was you walk in and it's like this fake castle or whatever. And they put the Wi-Fi out for you. <laughs> I was like, K-Fabe is dead here at Medieval Times. See, when, when, I went, when, I went, when I went to, to Medieval Times, uh, there was no such thing as the internet. Because that's how old I was. Uh, how old I am now. Um, this but was yeah. only like five years ago. Yeah. We were way too old for this. Yeah. This wasn't like my first job. No, like yeah. my, my my wife's horrible former friend uh, made everybody come to medieval times for like her birthday like three or four years ago. She sounds uh, awesome, to be honest. No, based on the one thing I know. Like, like yes, yeah, based on the one thing you know. No, she, but it was like, okay, we're all, you're, we had assigned seating based on her at the medieval times. Yes, like she's super type a like crazy like yeah anyway former friend my wife's <laughs> former friend uh but anyway yeah so that was the most recent time I've, I've gone it was it was fun except for the fact that my waitress filled my goblet of coke while i wasn't looking and so i thought there wasn't anything left in it and i tipped it all the way back and got oh. coke all down myself wasn't one of linda's husband's a medieval time night no, actually, he wasn't. <laughs> Linda, who traps the Oregon Trail. Yeah, I'm. Uh, she's not that old. 
Um, I mean, oh, you that mean that is canon? Yeah. I can't believe you no sold me on Linda being married to a medieval times knight. I just wanted one time. I wanted to like break all the rules with improv. Okay, yes, he was. His name was Sir Dennis. He made me refer to him as Sir Dennis, like he would wear his suit of armor to the dinner table. He'd say, "Serve me now, wench." We never got married. We were engaged, and and he got all into the whole. He wanted to joust with me in the bedroom. I was like, no, put that thing down. No, we're not doing this. It's no, excuse me, no. And so, yeah, it did not work out for me in Sir Dennis. And if you want to joust in the bedroom, go to bluechew.com and use the code FIGHTFUL at checkout. There you go. Um, uh, so, <laughs> uh, um, J.W. Pringle says, I, I have a friend who was the falconer at medieval time. I can try and put you in touch with her, Kate. <laughs> I have so many questions. Uh, great. Um, I need to know about the color night that you wore. Do they rotate uh, colors? Uh, How do you decide who goes over? Uh-huh. Was there ever a War Games one where uh-huh. there was a medieval times in one uh-huh. group? And then I have so many questions. Right. Um, uh, the <laughs> Mark Losper says petition for this former friend to be the first topic on your new show. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Alex, a.k.a. Shutdown City tonight. Yeah, yeah no, uh, because that's, no, that's, no, we have, to, we have, a, we have another horrible thing to talk about on our new show. <laughs> uh, so excited. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Mosper says, reaching back into Kate's, one of Kate's first gimmicks, is Medieval Times fancy? Oh my god, medieval times not fancy. There's not even silverware. Okay. Applebee's not fancy. The song trolls me every time it's on. Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's in a corset, not fancy. If it's a chain restaurant, it's probably not fancy. And I'm not saying every date needs to be fancy. I'm a simple gal, okay? But don't yeah. tell me you're taking me on a fancy date and then take me to somewhere where there's a two for 25 special. Yeah. Applebee's commercial. Fancy like. Um, so <laughs> this is a wrestling review yeah. show, I'm told. Um, we got uh, our Tony D and Santos sit down, which was um, the best match on the show was <laughs> uh, was the first was the first match of the night. The best thing on the show was this. This was so great. I felt like I was watching an episode of The Sopranos. Like this was friggin' awesome. I uh, I I really really loved this. I I loved so much of this interaction because Santos, God, he's so great. This company has no frigging idea what they have in this guy. This guy is a top of the whole frigging card guy, and they have no idea what they've got with him. No. He is smooth as hell. They have been wanting like the Latino superstar for years. They brought back Alberto Del Rio because they were like, maybe it'll work another time. And like Ray's not it because they don't want him to wear a mask or whatever. Like, like they it, they want this guy who speaks well. Like he's 
obviously Latino, but speaks well enough English that they don't have to worry about, can he carry a promo? He's a great promo. He's got so much. He's going to go in the ring. He's so friggin' fantastic. He's this not a segment shamrock. showed so, um, so much going for him. And this Tony D got to shine in this thing. Like he was just the, the way the little back and forth was so, there was so much subtext between these guys. Like it was just, it was like watching like not the, the production values weren't great, but it was like watching a, a, a scene in a B movie. Like it was like, that was, that was the kind of thing as opposed to like the normal crap we usually have to watch in these backstage segments. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was real, real fun. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I love it. Um, I like where the storyline is going. I feel like it's going there too fast. I wish yes. this was going to be a slower burn. Yes. But if that's my complaint about it, that's better than like 97% of what we saw tonight. So I will take it. Um, Ricardo the bot guy says, Santos, greater than sign current Andrade, fight me. I, I won't fight you. What I, what I will want to say is I want them to fight each other. Yeah. In yeah. a best of three, where the last one is a 15-minute Iron Man match. That's what I want. Like, yeah. if I'm in charge of booking all wrestling all over the world, that's happening in the first pay-per-view. That's a thing that's happening. Santos Escobar versus Andrade is a thing that's happening. That's what I want. Alex books the world should be a show. <laughs> um, so I love this. I love this segment a lot. There was a lot of back and forth of, like, who gets who's actually in charge. But it was a point where both of them or like we're willing to seed some ground. It was like, let's split. Basically, like it's like two crime families carving up a town. Like who gets to run the numbers? Who who gets to run the you know like these corners? Whatever. I thought it was great. Um, uh, but of course, each guy, if you said, how are we going to split it? Well, obviously, eighty twenty me. Like that's basically what they were trying. Like we're not going to split it fifty fifty. That's not, not allowed. Um, but I, I I thought it was all was all was all very very good, um, and then uh, they agreed to like part ways and just keep the peace at some point. And there was a one where like this is why I thought they were going a certain direction. They didn't go. Was Escobar had a wine glass in front of him and pushed it over to Tony, and then drank water out of his own cup, and. Tony drank the wine. And I was like, did Santos just poison Tony D? Because that's really slick to like, like give him some wine, but you drink the water because the wine's been poisoned. And then after Tony D, but AJ Galante is there because he's his consigliere, which is just hilarious to me. Um, but anyway, he's like, they leave. And Santos says, uh, hey, go get the car. Um, uh, which is okay so you you poisoned him and you got to get out before anybody finds out that you poisoned him no it's just go get the car so later in the night they can abduct uh aj galante that was why they got the car uh which i guess is a callback to the original uh coming out of santos as a heel was that he kidnapped people uh with with a big car so like i, I liked i like the through line there um but uh, oh and one more thing is that uh, uh joaquin wild was very angry that they showed up late, that that uh, Tony D showed up late, and uh, and Tony D says, "Hey, calm down, Jacqueline." And I was like, "He called Joaquin Jacqueline," which I'll I, I was that was wonderful. That, that was, was fantastic. 
I loved this. I loved everything about this. I just wish it was a slower burn, but I think there's still a lot to play with of yeah. um, just stepping into each other's territory. I think could be yeah. a really fun couple of months, but yeah, forgive me for not having faith in them to pull this off. Right? <sighs> no, I don't either. Um, yeah, uh, Ricardo Labot guy says uh, Mex Mexican Chewy says Mex Chewy says. Uh, King Cuerno versus La Sombra. Yes, please. Yeah, there was, there was a, there was a hot minute there, in the mid twenty teens, where those two guys were on the absolute top of their game, and uh, WWE kind of took some time away from both of them. Um, the Hound says the Santos and Tony D seven was pretty incredible, but felt like a lackluster show and main event finish. Also, this country is depressing. Yeah, well, don't get either of us started on that. Who, buddy? Tired of men being in control of bad wrestling in my uterus. I'll tell you there that. you go. There you I'll go. Leave it at that. Um, uh, Nerguru says if NXT 2.0 was just a two-hour show about Tony D and Santos and their family dealings, I would look forward to it every week. But the problem is then we want to watch a movie and not wrestling, which is fine. But, yeah. like, just go watch a mobster movie. Yeah. Um, Shauna Walensky says, sending some love to my favorite pair. Love the Ghostbusters shirt. Uh, uh, Tony D and Escobar's sit down and Kate's bangs. Thank you. Uh, did you see the brilliant uh, BCC video that AEW posted? Regal's a national treasure. Uh, yeah, we have other super chats about that. Uh, uh, I, I managed to watch about a minute and a half of it uh, before I got pulled away. But yes, um, yeah. Mark Losper saying, where's Phoenix in the Latino pantheon for y'all? Oh, I love Phoenix. I love Ray Phoenix. Uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I view the masked wrestlers as, as kind of a different um, yeah. category. Like, as far as, I, 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 on, on, I guess it's because Andrade and Santos are just so friggin' cool and it just, you know. It's a different feel. Rey Mysterio is a totally, totally different, different kind feeling. of thing. Eddie Guerrero, like, yeah, it's a, a very yeah. different kind of thing. But Phoenix is incredible. I'm yeah. happy he's back. I'm hoping he is as healthy as he was. And I think him and Penta offset each other in the most perfect way that a tag team could. Like, there's so much fun over there. Mark Quill says NXT should have a dirty cop gimmick who gets paid off by Tony D or Santos to keep things crime infested and deliberately ignore all of the kidnappings. That That's would be of- great. They That's, would give that to like Lash Legend or someone. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, Luis says Phoenix is cool, but Penta is slightly above him when it comes to influence in modern wrestling. I am oh, I love Phoenix, but there was nothing in the world of wrestling as badass as when Pentagon was literally taking motherfuckers' arms in Lucha Underground. God, that was the coolest thing ever. They made it into a thing where like they would write off like uh, lower mid card people by having them lose to Penta and then he'd break their arm and they'd be off TV for like seven, eight, nine episodes. Like they just were gone because he in, in their kayfabe shoot broke their arms. That was a, it was a really cool thing. Ricardo, the bot guy says Phoenix is the best luchador on earth. Uh, he certainly got the talent for it. I mean, I'll, I'll, he, the stuff that some of the stuff that he does, I've never seen anybody else do. That's for sure. Uh, speaking of people who do stuff that I've never seen anybody else do, Lash Legend. 
teaming with Natalia versus Jade and Nikita Lyons. I knew very, it wasn't going in a good direction, but I didn't know. In a very different way. I've never seen anybody else do some of the stuff. That oh, buddy. Um, uh, so, um, this was uh, rough. This was rough. Uh, uh, number one, number one rough thing is, uh, is Jade stop making the poor girl skateboard. It's like, like if you, oh like, my, like, like she can't skateboard. Like, please don't, please don't make her skateboard. Like this if somebody, would be like if Ellen Henley was always, always falling off a horse. It's almost as though she has PTSD from a skateboarding accident. Like that's how that's how that's how bad she rides a skateboard. Like like if she's if she's absolutely petrified <laughs> of riding skateboards, that's what she has how she rides skateboards. I feel bad for her. Just don't have her like she could just be a little pop punky nerd without yeah. being a skateboarder. Yeah. Not everybody has to have a hobby, you guys. No, it's like, true. It doesn't have to be a hobby that leads you to the ring in every context. Uh, Mark Losper <laughs> says, uh, 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 "Are you saying that Lash Legend is a trailblazer, Alex?" Well, I, um, yes, a I suppose. Jobber. She's she's she, she's blazing a trail in in a certain direction. Uh, WWE Mark says, "Whoever said this women's division is good lied." Um, uh, Ramon Rogers say, says, Hey, so watching Lash Legend is giving me heartburn. Um, such a shame a year ago NXT was good, now I'm just sad. Yep, um, yeah, I don't know what to say about it. Um, she's real it, bad, like yeah. Lash Legend is, is not good in the ring yet. No, she needs to go back to <laughs> up real hard. Um, uh, there was one egregious, egregious use of a pun by Vic Joseph, where, uh, now Lions got the hot tag, and now she's gonna roar. And oh, yeah, like, they do this every week now that she's <laughs> on. Done. Uh, I must have missed that one. Oh, I think you don't, do you, because her last name's Lions. No, you, uh, no, I, maybe I, you just didn't I, get it. I, I get it, but oh, I, I don't. It was so meta. I didn't know. If you were able to guess. Right. It's very subtle. There are like there are like a lot of very subtle Layer. layers to it. There's layers. There's layers to it. Because like it's spelled with a Y, but he is referring to the animal, which is spelled with an I. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, like... I, I see it now. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Uh, so anyway. Um. So anyway. Um, this match ends when Natty, for some reason, <laughs> kicks Lash Legend in the face when she was trying to to break up a pin of um, of uh, Nikita Lyons pinning Lash Legend, but ends up Lash Legend reverses the pin, but Natty got in there too late, so she kicks Lash instead of Nikita Lyons. Uh, and then she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Lash Legend. I ruined your match that you're in for no reason. Um, and and then she runs at Nikita, who then kind of, like, just dodges her. And, and Natty, veteran of the most matches, falls out of the ring and doesn't get up for another two or three minutes. And it's just like the word. Whenever, like, that's how you write somebody out of a tag match, I'm always like, they went through the middle rope. That's it. Like that was there. Nothing really happened. 
Um, but uh, so Nikita, like L- L- Lash is laying there and Nikita does her jumping split-legged <laughs> pin thing and then grabs the, the leg as though she's going to pin her, but realizes that's not actually the finish they talked about and has to get off of Lash Legend awkwardly so that Cora Jade can completely miss her senton off the top rope. Like she landed full on her own tailbone, didn't even touch Lash Legend, but still got the pin. Yeah, that ending was woof. That was really, really bad. This whole thing all around was not very good. The Keto Lions looked really good in some spots, but virtually every move that Lash Legend made looked bad. Like it either wasn't laid in or it was botched. Like she's just not ready for TV. I have no interest in seeing her versus Natty. If that's where that's going to go, that's going to be a disaster. Alex, that ending, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I wish it was Natty who was laying there because I would say that they missed the boat on that one. Nice. Uh, Mark Wilson. You can't do me, Vic Joseph, with your lion's puns. I got boat puns for days. Uh, Mark Will Mark Will says Natty the boat was off course for that shipwreck. Um, uh, Tom Lavalley says says uh, boats to NXT boat captain to the main roster. Um, and uh, uh, EG EJM says heard you guys suggest Natty could be the loat longest of all time. We also decided that she was the moat. She yeah. was the most of all time. Uh, sadly, when it comes to wrestling, the Lot title is Lanny Poffo's. Rumor is the other wrestlers wrote a poem about him back in the day. Something about him being from Nantucket, I think. Um, and Orion Ben says, uh, uh, game one of the Rangers versus Pens took all my attention tonight. However, I turned during intermissions and I got discount Roxy back with a skateboard and a dumb hick jerking joke. Praying for y'all, Team Kalex. I want to talk about that in a second. First of all, let me address this from Mark Losper. The boat doesn't make mistakes. She cruised in to save us from the disaster of Lash Legend. We should be thanking her, really. Uh, well, I mean, like, her Lash Legend, if Lash Legend didn't have Natalia to team up with, I don't think that match would have gotten on TV, but whatever. Um, the Beege is actually the Squeege, Kate. Uh, we see double vest in the beach backstage, and the beach. Uh, remember his hand. Not the Swede. He he got he got he got hurt. He got his hand hurt um, by um, by Von Wagner last week. Oh, that Von Wagner! I'm gonna get him good. Um, how how long can how long Mumbi at for Doc? Well, actually, with this kind of injury, I don't know why they're asking him a week later. Like, is it act? Because it is a week later, so it should be like one less week recovery time. Anyway, um, so uh, uh, normally with a with an injury this kind, we see um, uh, you know a, a normally a ten to twelve week recovery period. Oh man, that's too long. Um, but actually, because the m- muscles in this hand are so strong, it's actually going to be a shorter recovery time. Is there a specific reason why the muscles in your right hand? are so much stronger than the muscles in your left hand. And then the beige looks over at double vest. Who's like, yo boy, I don't know what to say about that one. 
and uh, and then the doc um, <laughs> helpfully says, is it because you're just right-handed? Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it, Doc. I'm, I'm right-handed. That's why. And he's like, oh, okay. So, you know, 85% of the population is right-handed. So, anyway, it's going to take six to eight weeks. And then they react as though they won the Super Bowl. Like, oh, yeah, hooray, six to eight weeks is so much better than eight to 12. Well, it's barely. I mean, like, it's barely better. It's something like I said, oh, my gosh. Because you've been jerking it so much, you'll be back wrestling in a week. That's the joke. It normally would take 10 to 12 weeks to recover, but because you've been jerking it so much. Um, because he was having jacket time. Because you, you were having your own personal jacket time, you'll be back in a week. That's the joke. Like, because you're ha- you, you masturbate so much, your recovery time has been lessened by two weeks um, from eight to six is not great. It's not a great. The only great great thing about this is your impression of him is like very special combination of Jeff Foxworthy and Chris Farley, a little coat. Like you do the. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. If if you'll notice my, 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 the beach is very close to my, the double vest. They're very similar. (laughs) They're very, they're subtle layers. I mean, considering that we don't really know like what to call them. Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, this was terrible. This is sophomoric and stupid and probably right out of the brain of Vince McMahon and his 76 yet also 13-year-old sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, I-, I had a thought, though. Okay. You did? I did. What if, what if he should have said, oh, actually, no, it's not from all the masturbation I do. It's because I like to keep myself nice and groomed down there. <sighs> That you took my segue foot. Go ahead. Surely you didn't think that just because I'm not physically on this show that we would shave off our ad reads, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Because we're busy shaving something else off, my friends. Make sure you have those manicured nuts with Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the code FIGHTFUL. At manscaped.com. Oh, man. You don't want to look like you've gone through a main event match with your nutsack when you're trying to care for them. And Manscaped makes sure that you don't with that perfect package 4.0. The hygiene bundle includes a lawnmower 4.0, weed whacker, boxers, travel kit, and liquid formulations. That lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof with advanced skin safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts. And even has a light to help you with your close shave. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer makes sure you whack those nasty weeds in your delicate holes. And it also has proprietary skin-safe technology. But even beyond that, you get the boxers. You get the travel bag. They've got a foot duster. They've got a crop reviver. It's a ball toner, of all things. Plus the crop preserver to prevent chafing. Manscaped. Dot com get 20% off plus free shipping with the code fightful manscaped.com so what was what was yours going to be kate i was going to say it's actually funny cuz i didn't put two and two together but it's like the top of sean's read i was going to say 
they could have shaved some time off the show with this segment. Okay. So, good. There you it's go. Good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, the Nerd Guru says, if you want to last six to eight weeks, Bluetooth. Bye, Phil. I'll check it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Mark Quill says, Ezra Rice is weirdly obsessed with my nuts, but his ad reads are a little less horny than the black hole horniness that is NXT 2.0. Black hole horniness. Um, I, Sean told us who the ads were for tonight, and I was like, we get all the dick segues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. I remember early on, before he knew me, he was like, if it makes you uncomfortable, we can always switch out sponsors. And I was like, no, 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 my friend. This is where I shine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, the Viking Raiders got interviewed, uh, but then erupted by S-Boy. Um and yes, boy says we're we're happy. We can't wait to see you kick the Creed Brothers' ass. And they that were like, the maybe nope. we'll come for you after this match with the Creeds, which meant now doesn't actually fucking mean anything. Maybe after we get through with the Creeds, then we're gonna put your side plates in a check. I don't know. I don't know. Rain. 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 Um. I love War Machine. I hate the Viking Raiders. I hate what they've yeah. done to them. It doesn't. It, yeah, uh, yeah. God, I I was so into those guys when they were in NXT as the War Raiders. Even more into them when they were War Machine. The Viking Raiders, not so much. Um, but the talk about the match, Kate. The match. The match was. I love. I love the Creeds. I think they got a lot of potential going forward. But they're probably just going to be like, I don't know, Alpha Academy recruits when they get called up. If Chad Gable's there oh, long enough, God. yeah. I mean, if, if Chad Gable, the academy can't only have one student. If 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 Chad Gable is the leader of the academy, you have to have other students. In order to be a university, all you need is an air horn. I think we learned that tonight. Yep. I don't know. I really miss Riven making faces at ringside a lot during this match. Um, but. The match was really good. I thought the physicality was where we wanted it to be. This was just big, meaty men slapping meat, if that's your thing. Yep. Very, very fun. The Creeds are great. They're extremely agile for their size. It's just very hard to buy into a story where now the manager's gone. There's no impetus for them to stay with Roddy. They're not near the tag titles, even though they won the Dusty Cup, but still haven't gotten a one-on-one for the tag titles. And the current tag holders attack them in a parking lot. So, um... The what was in front of me was great, very physical. Um, just a bunch of strong dudes throwing each other around and into mm-hmm. each other, like really, really fun. Some incredible suplexes in this match. Um, that is it a butterfly suplex or an underhook suplex? That gets uh, ridiculous, like fantastically mm-hmm. strong. Um, it's just hard to buy into this because. They removed all the stakes that were about this. And the finish, I'm pretty conflicted on because I get it for the story. It's not actually bad to have Roddy interfere to help them win, but it makes the creeds look weak, in my opinion. So I like it because it's something that Malcolm Bivens wouldn't and couldn't really do in his role that Roddy can do. So it is like, look at this way that I added value for you. I can actually get in the ring and do something. But at the same time, they're kind of cutting the legs out from under the creeds with that because 
it looks like they can't win on their own, which is kind of the point. But for such a young team, that doesn't feel like the direction that they should be going in because they should be on a continued rise, in my yeah. opinion. So I, it it at least makes wrestling sense. I it's just taste wise, not necessarily what I would have liked to have seen. Right. Uh, JW Pringle says Viking Wilford Brimley is my new fave. <laughs> Listen, uh, you don't, you don't like our our horned helmets, and I'm gonna hit you so hard you're gonna get the diabetes. Um. So, uh, and and Mark Losper says, "Oh, Alex, you know they're gonna do Alpha Academy versus Chase U on the Ultimate Meaningless Degree Contest." Yep. The only um, one so of those yeah. gimmicks I really liked was Damian Sandow. I thought he was so good at that, like, elitist mm-hmm. fun thing. He was wonderful. Um, I agree. I, I'm, 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 the, that guy turned being the, the stuntman for The Miz into endless hilarity. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, they just, then they said, no, we don't like you anymore. <laughs> it, was, it was like, we don't like you anymore. Um, but, uh, uh yeah so the way this match ended was that eric finds himself in the ropes and roddy runs up and does a jumping knee and then uh uh julius hits the unnecessary clothesline to win the match and then they're then at the end of the match roddy's like a win's a win and the crews are like not like this not like this. We want to win the honorable way, <coughs> and that's that's what they did. That was that was the end of the match. That was your double vest of the beach minus the southern accent. <laughs> you found my secret. All of my impressions are the same. Um, the, hey, what's that <laughs> over there? Says the irony of Strong being the leader of Diamond Mine now, even though he's been trying to get the hell out of there. Like I'm the leader. Until next week when they actually grant me my release, then you'll never see me again. Want to be out of here? I had tweeted and some people found it funny. It should be him and Al- and Mustafa Ali in a winner goes home match <laughs> and loser goes home match. Like it's an I quit match where they both actually get to quit the job of um, being at the company that I want to be at. Winner, you know, it's a winner leaves town match. That's what it is. Yeah, a winner leaves a town winner match. leaves town match. Not a loser leaves town match. A winner leaves town match. But, like, also hopefully the loser. You know what I mean? Like, everybody but, leaves but, down, but we have but, a match. But also, give me Mustafa Ali versus Roderick Strong in 20 right? minutes. That's and, the thing. And just let, let them go. And it, it, honestly, like, oh, my God, Mustafa Ali and Roddy Strong given 20 minutes and a license to do whatever they want to have the best match possible would be a match of the year contender in, a, in like, a, a friggin' high school gym. Like, like it doesn't matter what what they're doing that in front of those two guys. There's two of the best workers in the entire world, and they've been employed by the same company for the last several years and never even been in the ring with each other. What the hell is this place doing? Anyway. That would that would slap. Like that match would be absolutely incredible. And that was the feedback. They were like, they should actually do this, and that match would rule. <laughs> I know. Know what yeah. I'm doing here. Ricardo the bot guy says, uh, look deep into Roddy's eyes. He wants out so bad. You don't even have to look that deep into his eyes. Look in his eyes. What do you see? Luis says Roderick that Harlem Strong wants to leave. 
Um, Luis says that Harlem Bravado, who of course is who Andre Chase is, versus Chad Gable would be fun though. Sure, sure. What if they actually let them wrestle? Um, okay, that's that's here's our main event segment. It's time for the main event now. I I tuned out. Admittedly, I tuned out. <laughs> so, um, did the, so did the crowd. Joe the Joe crowd Gacy cut a promo earlier in the night. I didn't hear what he said because I tuned out. He was um, basically like, um, "Hey, I'm gonna win," but like in his weird Joe Gacy language and saying like, "You shouldn't be scared of what happens if I win. You should be scared of what happens if I don't win." Yeah. Which for him, I thought was a good promo because it did at least like kind of call into attention like hey i could up this guy's dad like and, this might be a little bigger than the title and the and the and the thing is is that, that apparently they paid that off even though they didn't show it on television um uh so so um remember how braun would come out and and do he like broke things on his way to the ring, he kicked over a big gold X yeah, and he, cha- he, he chainsawed through yeah, one with a styrofoam uh, and then he like lit another thing on fire, and then he like used chains to like pull something off a wall. Unless I missed something, the only thing he did tonight was turn a very big switch from off to on. Did he do anything else? Because because he, he, there was a big switch that was comically large, and it had also <laughs> comically large le- letters on it that said off and on, and it was in the off position. And he looked at it for like ten seconds very meaningfully and then he flipped it on and then he walked out to the ring and i was like "Ooh, symbolism question mark um speaking of symbolisms and symbols what was the steiner is it steiner math yeah that he had that he had on his tights is that what it yeah, was Yeah, the anniversary of the steiner math promo was a couple days ago so he had the Rick Steiner Steiner math singlet on. And I said, I think it's really cool that he kept his mom's last name of breaker. Yeah. Um, and a nice, like to, to honor her. Yeah. Yeah. A nasty divorce between Bonnie breaker and <laughs> Steiner. That's good. Um, what wasn't good was this, uh, whatever this was. Like it's fine, it's whatever. But like, I I feel like we're not break we're not breaking any new ground with Braun Breaker in a in a match like this in a feud like this. Um, it's 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 time to like let let this let let this Bronson soar. Let, let's let's figure out what what he where he's gonna go and and get him there because this is it feels like they're just taking just spending time with this well this story was just this was just bad like the match was decent enough i think joe gacy's pretty good in the ring he's definitely better than harland is in the ring but it was just weird because there was no explanation of why harland was really gone so you spent all of joe gacy's time building to a story that they went adjacent to and then they had this whole insane thing with rick steiner that they went adjacent to there as well because he was just kidnapped and then unkidnapped and it was about a hall of fame ring to hall of fame that doesn't exist and horny druids like it got so convoluted and none of it was really about the title match so this just didn't have a ton of momentum going into it especially with the releases and especially with one of the releases being this guy's right-hand man. Like, I had assumed that the payoff of us not seeing him was going to be he snuck back into the picture somehow, not that he was getting released. 
that combined with them just having like more slower plotter ring styles the crowd was super dead for this unfortunately um a, a crowd that loves to go into business for themselves was like very not into this um so i think it was just like the story was bad going into it i thought the match was decent enough there were some really cool reversals that joe gacy had on it was nice to see him pull out some submission stuff because i think for someone that is trying to like hurt somebody more than they're trying to win the title mm -hmm. that's always a nice piece of storytelling um but there was just no this didn't feel like a, a premium live event by any means this didn't even feel like a main event to be honest like i felt like the first match kicked the shit out of this match like not even close so but i don't think it's the faults of the performers per usual and i don't think the match was bad this just felt like a middle of the card run-of-the-mill match which is pretty insane considering we've had horny druids and uh a kidnapping and various fires involved so. uh yeah so um braun hit a spear uh he ducked the the weird handspring clothesline thing which doesn't feel like it's a move that joe gacy this character joe gacy is playing should be using to win matches it's not there's it's it, it's an unnecessary handspring into the ropes to a clothesline like it's just clothesline him yeah just clothesline him or do a different move like uh, some kind of version of a pile driver would be much more uh like any kind of driver or neck breaker or something would be much more convincing as a finisher He's like for a, this character. a moxley paradigm shifty type thing sure. would be really really cool for yeah. him i feel like yeah anyway so so breaker ducks that and then hits a spear and then wins whatever and but then he's standing in the ring with with the title and two guys wearing um black robes thank god they weren't white robes um uh yeah because uh matthew plus sucks uh, sucks says I did watch the end. What were the guys in the crowd with the robes? Uh, well, they got out of the crowd and they were they were they stood up on the apron, menacingly. And Joe Vic Joseph goes, "What the hell is this?" And then they left. They, this they, the broadcast ended. So I guess there were some guys in in druid robes with weird like red fencing masks, uh, who got up on the apron, and that's that's it. That was the end of the story, and nothing else happened, and we went home, and they all live happily ever after. Yeah, like, I guess he's recruiting new people, which is what we wanted. Um, so that's good. Like, he should definitely have a stable if he's going to continue down this road with this character. But this was just a weird spot to do it, especially when that guy loses. Like, why do you suddenly want to be recruited to this loser it's like the same thing i have with chase university like why are you going right to lectures of a jobber that makes no sense yeah mm, yeah um mark will says i think they should go all in with bronze title defenses ending with increasingly more what the fuck endings next title defense aliens confront brawn and challenge him the title defense after that ninjas and yetis gang up on brawn as the show ends well we've and seen I ninja lumberjacks yep that's true um, or zombie lumberjacks. Zombie jumble yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Losper says, uh, uh, flipping a giant switch sounds better than this Godel mode shirt. The Godel mode. God, on greatness, a different level. Greatness on a different level. 
which like listen if you want to make on one part of the of the acronym fine but if you do you gotta make the l in level mode like you got you got to make that part of the acronym it can't be g o d l also but we're not going to make the l it's godel or it's godel it can't be god mode i also have a problem with you being on a level and in a mode at the same time aren't those the same thing yeah i have makes, i've got problems that make a lot of sense uh jw pringle says i have nothing to say about this mediocre main event wait i guess i just did well, thanks for your money. Uh, Mark Losper says, uh, Ninjas and Yetis is an escalation from aliens? Well, I guess it's the fact that like the Ninjas and the Yetis are, are coming together, are, are joining forces to take on our young man, Braun. You know what? The shit we saw tonight? Yep. I'm fine with it. Yep. Begging yeah. for Yetis and Ninjas. Like, what are we doing? I guess we're going to find out next week what happened with the with the with the with the druids. Um, so uh, Mark Losper says, "Yeah, Roddy Strong versus Mustafa Ali, sure, that'd be great. But hear me out, guys. Last Legend and a boat versus a thirst trap and a skateboard genius, just as good, right?" I don't want to take anything away from Nikita Lyons, though. She's very good in the ring, and Cora Jade is decent in the ring. Um, but. Duly noted, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's, um, yes. She's... As Sean said behind the paywall, and this was a very good point, like, you don't have something for Dakota Kai, but you have this. This is the show you put on tonight. You don't have something for Malcolm Bivens, but this is the show you put on tonight. Like, yeah. Like, you can't mm -hmm. find yeah. something for... Mark Losper says, natural escalation from aliens, alien yetis. Alien ninja yetis. Um, Mark Quill says the ninjas and yetis are aliens, and they're also mummies. <laughs> I mean, I think that I think that tracks. I think that's yeah, really, duh, yeah, definitely. I don't mean to be uh, rude, but like obviously, yeah. Uh, Roddy says, uh, sorry, Orion Ben says, so you're telling me Roddy is a heel manager now? Sigh. I mean, I'm sure he's also going to work, but basically, yes, he is that. That's it. Well, the confusing thing is it seems like they're splitting up Diamond Mine. Still. Yeah. Which, uh, uh. Yeah. Hey, what's that over there? It says Phoenix, Dante, or Darby should have been in the Battle of Super Juniors. Um, definitely not Darby. I could see Dante, but, like, they got their thing going on over there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not messing with it too much. Yeah. Okay. So um hold on. Um Graham B says WWE is more likely to uh repackage um Uso 3 as Loomis 2.0 than they are to actually do anything good with him as part of the bloodline. That's true. It's the one dynasty that they give a shit about though, so yeah. Um Nerguru uh says uh this was this this whole show was terrible. And I hated it. So I will just say that you should all check out the, the Blackpool Combat Club promo AEW put out. It is godlike and will make you find the nearest brick wall and run through it. Tom LaValle says, please talk about Regal's amazing promo on the Dynamite preview on YouTube. It was an absolute all-timer. And that's two weeks in a row for that preview. 
they're getting a new show. AEW is going to be a behind the scenes deal. I think they should put these on that show that's on television and not on the YouTube. I, it's wonderful how much you guys like using the YouTube, but like the there's YouTube. just the YouTube, but they should put it on the boob tube because that's the thing that I watch all the time. Oh, don't you ever. <laughs> uh, that is incredible. I don't want to spoil it for anyone out there, but definitely worth going and checking out. I'll also just say, and this is an AEW podcast, but I will say, I was really concerned about, I was like, how are they going to keep Danielson away from the title and still make him feel important? Because he's legitimately the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is how. This is how. <laughs> Mark Losper says, given the way that this company works, Mummy Alien Ninja Yetis would still have a spear as a finisher. <laughs> yeah. Um, or uh, a roll-up. Yeah. Jake Salazar says, if it's an NXT 2.0 review, it's not really a wrestling review. More like a badly made soap opera porno review. That's very good. Correct. Um, Connor Murphy says, I'm a big fan of the Sour Graps community, but unfortunately, I'm rarely around to listen live. I just wanted to say that Alex's Tony D gives me huge Buddy Hackett scuttle vibes. Gabagool. Gabagool is what he wrote. <laughs> Get it? Yes. Uh, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Buddy Hackett. Uh, this, this guy over here who talks like this. It doesn't take much, too much to get over here like I said, dingle hopper. <laughs> it's pretty easy to go from one to the other. Thanks for um, sending in your chat. And you can always send in humper chats ahead of times. So you can't send in, in super yes. chats ahead of times if you ever wanted to. But I'm glad that you could catch it live tonight. We always appreciate that. Yes. Mark Losper says NXT isn't porn. Porn is compelling. That's a good um, point. But if it's not compelling enough, go to bluechew.com and use the code Fightful at checkout. Paul Elizabeth says, wise words from Reverend Pringle. All hail the SGS Council of Marks and Team Kalex. Hi, Dad. Um, JW Pringle says that we're not, we are not like WWE. If you would like your release from the SGS, it's cool, man. Just go. Matthew Plus, I'm looking in your direction, says JW Pringle. We love the SGS Galaxy so much. There you go. Uh, Ramon Rogers says, this is cracking me up. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Ramon. Tom Lavelli says, I'm not going to mention Catherine the Catherine the Great. Now she, she was a horse girl. Catherine the Great was the biggest horse girl there ever was. She loved the horses. Any contract she had, she was running by her horses. And the horses loved her. Didn't they ever? Um, uh, Mark Losper says, co-signed. I don't even know what that's about, but appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Quill says, uh, the best part of tonight, Buster Elizabeth's comments. In the, <laughs> um, uh, the Nerd Guru says, uh, congrats, congrats, Kalex, on the new gig. Yes, we got something coming to Jimmy Van's new uh, Know Your News site where we're going to review uh, bad, weird, crazy TV and movies. We're taping the first one tonight. It should be interesting. Should we tell them now? Yeah, I guess. So, guys, because I'm terrible. Um, there's this really, 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 really bad dating show called The Courtship. And it's on After Temptation Island, which is bad enough. 
but they have to live in Regency attire, and they have to follow Regency rules. They live in a castle circa like the 1890-something. She lives in a castle. They're stuck in a cottage while she has a castle to herself, and her parents are there, and her brother is there, and her friends are there, and when you get eliminated, you have to do a last dance. (laughs) It's the greatest, stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. And I made Alex watch it. And we're going to talk about it on this yeah. new show. And there's Humper Chats for that, right? And no, you're not. I don't think there's there. I don't, I don't think that's set up fully yet. We're going to test it out, you guys. We'll test it out. We're just recording the first episode. So we'll we'll see. Yes. Uh, Mark Lossman says, oh, God, Kate got her reality TV review show. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Mark Will says also, the real... spoiler alert, wrestling's a reality show, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> uh, Mark Will says the real Godels are Paul, Kate, and Buster Elizabeth. Thank you. My mom um, is Kathy Elizabeth, too. Um, um, <laughs> Ramon Rogers says, yeah, I was. I was every night, and yeah, it was awesome. It goes by rotation, and I have worked all over the country. I traveled now. I'm in the Army now. But, but uh, yes, they have the Falcon. And the Wi-Fi is bad. LOL. <laughs> you paid money to tell us all that. God bless your heart. You did. We owe you free super chats in the future yes. because I asked you a million questions and you paid mm-hmm. money to answer them. Yeah. Um, that is so interesting. So they rotate. Mm-hmm. Oh, Apparently. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, we only got one jukebox tonight. Um, uh, JW Pringle wants to hear Tony D sing Voices Carry by Till Tuesday. So here we go. I'm in the dark. I'd like to read his mind, but I'm frightened of the things I might find. Or oh, there must be something he's thinking of to dare him away, AA. When I tell him that I'm falling in love, what does he say, AA? Hush, hush, keep it down now. Voices carry. Hush, hush, keep it down now. Voices carry. Ah. I try so hard not to get upset. Because I know all the you know the trouble I'll get. Oh, he tells me he tears is something to hide and something to fear, aye. And so I try to keep it inside so no one can hear. Hush, hush, keep it down now. Voices carry. Hush, hush, keep it down now. Voices carry. Huh? Gabagool. Is there no regal rap? Nobody gave him a regal rap. I Nobody like dropped I in a regal rap. One. I mean. We got the time somehow. I know it's weird. It makes me itchy. I don't like it. What about um, hit him up style? <laughs> Oops, hit him up style by Blue Cantrell. No. <laughs> no. I know. Oops, I did it again. I don't know. Oops, I hit him up. Hit him up style. Hey, ladies, if your man want to get fucked, well, yes, you do. Yes, I, you do. I, you I, have a I, radio. I honestly do not. Well, William Regal does. Okay, well, here we go. William Regal doing that. While he was scheming, I was beaming in the beamer, just beaming. Can't believe that I caught my man cheating, so I found another way to make him pay for it all, so I went to Neiman Marcus on a shopping spree. And on the way, I grabbed Sole and Mia. And as the uh, cash box rang, I thought everything away. There goes the dreams we used to say. Oops. There goes the time we spent away. Oops. There goes the love I had, but you cheated on me, and that's for that now. 
Uh, there goes the house we made a home. Oops, there goes you'll never leave me alone. Oops, for all the lies you told, this is what you're owed. I can't believe you don't know that song. And it's not really a rap, guys. I know. Calm down. I just picked something. Tom LaValle says uh, Mr. Wendell by uh, Arrested Development. <laughs> okay. So here we go. This is the last one, and then we'll get out of here. Because we got a we got another podcast to do. To, uh, to do. Um, so we're going to do this one and then this one. We already did Rapper's Delight. We did that one a long time ago. <clears throat> oh, my God. I know that off the top of my head. Here, have a dollar. In fact, no brother man here have two. Two dollars means a snack for me, but it means a big deal to you. Be strong. Serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. That's the poem I wrote for the first time. I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no plate. Mr. Wendell, that's his name. No one ever knew his name because he's a no one. Never thought twice about spending on an old bum until I had the chance to really get to know one. Now that I know him to give him money and charity, he gives me some knowledge. I buy him some shoes and to think blacks spend all that money on big colleges till most of y'all come out confused. Go ahead, Mr. Wendell. War games. War games. Then we'll do that one. Okay. I've already done this one before, but I'll do it again because it's fun. I said a hip hop, the hippie, the hippie to the hip hop. Stop, uh, stop, don't stop the rock. The bang, bang, boogie. I say jump, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie, the beat. Now, what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are going to try to move your feet. See, I am Wonder William, and I'd like to say hello to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, the purple, and yellow. But first, I got to bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie, say up, jump the boogie to the bang, bang, boogie. Let's rock, you don't stop. We'll rock the riddle that will make your body rock. Well, so far you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends along, and next on the mic is my man, Hank. Come on, Hank, sing that song. Check it out. I'm this K-San. The over and the rest is fly. You see, I go by the code of the doctor with the mix and the wrist, and I'll tell you why. You see, I'm six foot one, and I'm tons of fun, and I dress to a D. So I got my clothes in Muhammad Ali, and I dress so viciously. I got two bodyguards. I got two big cars. That definitely ain't the whack. I got a Lincoln Continental and the sunroof Cadillac. So after school, I take a dip in the pool, which is really on the wall. I got a color TV so I can see the Knicks play basketball. Hear me out talking about checkbooks, credit cards, more money than a sucker could ever spend, but I wouldn't give a or a bum from the rucker, not a dime till I made it to game. War games. <clears throat> you can you can find me on Twitter at Miss King Face. <laughs> I am going to be on Pillar to Post tomorrow, though. I did want to promote that on Fightful Overbooked. Uh, it is our Around the Horn style show over there. It's going to be a blast. Jeremy hosts. I'm sure I will pick on him relentlessly. The newly engaged Jeremy. We're so happy. I also, in addition to your, your usual SmackDown AEW Rampage post show, have a commentary gig at Excite Wrestling, which you can find on Twitch on Saturday. Somewhere in oh. the multiverse. Somewhere in the multiverse. Where, where, is, where did this go? Come back. Come back. Where, uh, I can't read it. Uh, Somewhere in the multiverse. Eddie and Owen never died. ECW never shut down. Triple H runs WWE. And we don't hate what we all grew up loving. Thank you. I Everything love sucks. Everything sucks. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. 
Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.